Hey, my soul sister, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm your host, Sunny. <laughs> Some of my friends call me Sunny because of my bright, contagious personality. My real name's Melissa, but you probably know that by now, unless you're brand new to the podcast. And if that's the case, what's up? Welcome to the Beautifully Built family. It is our mission to inspire each other to take the bodies that we were blessed with these bodies that we were given here on this earth and build them into the bodies and the lives that we're proud of. Because we are all beautifully built inside and out and we are intentionally creating the most badass life. So my girl Celia is coming on today to share some light and love with all of us. I met Celia scrolling on Facebook, a picture of hers popped up and I read the caption and I was speechless absolutely speechless. I remember immediately going on to Messenger and messaging her and asking her if she would come on and share this incredibly emotional story here on the Beautifully Built podcast. I knew that it really touched me and it gave me so many reminders and I just couldn't help but think of how many people are going to be impacted by this episode. So I'm so grateful that Celia is joining us today. You guys are just going to love her so much. This conversation is everything have a notebook, be prepared to hear some uncomfortable stuff, but know that it's coming into your life for a reason. So Celia, thank you so much for coming on the show, girl. I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Me too. I am so excited for everyone to meet you and hear your story because I know for a fact it touched me. That's, I mean, I'm so glad we connected and I really feel like, you know, with what you're going through and everything, this is just really divine intervention. And the fact that we're doing this is just so amazing and in the time and space as well. Yeah, it's so perfect. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Fill the listeners in on all the stuff that you've been filling me in on. Yeah. So my name is Celia Cavalli. Um, Some of you probably know me from my main Instagram page, which is Celia Cavalli Co., Um, I've been in business for a really long time. I started off actually as a trainer. Um, so I was living in Las Vegas at the time. I was a trainer for many years and very passionate about wellness, but couldn't really quite find my niche. Like I was like, well, maybe it's in nutrition. And so I started getting into holistic nutrition, absolutely loved it. But somewhere along the way, kind of lost touch with that. I started doing bodybuilding competitions, pretty hardcore, um, I had fake boobs, so I had breast implants, which we'll talk which is about. Like, which is so tempting for people in the bodybuilding world because yeah. when you're that lean and you're lifting weights, you do lose your boobs, unfortunately. So it's incredibly tempting. I'm not going to lie. I've been tempted. But... <laughs> well, you have nice boobs. But that's uh, thank you. Point. So uh, <laughs> I was doing lots of competitions and um, I started, you know, veering away from the holistic lifestyle. I was more into, you know, I got into network marketing, got really big in network marketing. That's kind of how I made my name for myself. Um, with a couple of companies, I won't list what companies those are, but, um, kind of lost path of training. Like I was like over it, I was kind of burnt out. I was working such long days, 12 hour days, 13 hour days, and I just needed some me time. And so I ended up straying away trying to find my purpose. And I think some of you can relate. Like, I felt like something was coming, but I didn't know what it was. And mm. I kept trying to find myself. I would yeah. seek myself and, you know, as a business coaching, went into business coaching, helped so many people grow their businesses, but I didn't feel happy. Like I you felt that happy. fulfillment. Yeah. I mean, I did, but I didn't. I, I felt fulfilled because I saw my clients have success and they were happy, but I wasn't happy. Like I felt like 
there's only so many times I can tell you how to run your Instagram. There's only so many times I can, you know, and I felt like it wasn't really truly helping people. It was kind of artificial. If that yeah, makes sense. I love, I love that you were so willing to experiment though. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're the type of person I can already tell that you weren't willing to just stay content. You were, you were willing to be like, all right, let me try something else. Like, let me put my effort into something else, see how it goes. So that's so cool. I love that. Well, Melissa, let me tell you this. It's so crazy. Yesterday I was going through my prayer journal. I keep one in my car just because like to write down, you know, if I park somewhere. Ooh, everyone knows that I love journaling. I love journaling. (laughs) I do too. And it's so important. And so I I always write the dates in there, right? And when I got really sick, so I'll tell you guys more about my sickness, but I was severely poisoned by heavy metals and toxins and quite literally was on my deathbed with my organs shutting down. I was so sick. I couldn't drive. I was bedridden. And during that time I was praying, like, I just need to heal. I just need to heal. I just need to heal. And looking back on everything I prayed for, I actually prayed at my sickest day. I remember this. I prayed for my purpose to come through this. I was like, and I'm going to cry. I have like chills, but like, me too. I was, I have goosebumps. give me like a reason to live. Like I need a reason to live because I felt like so empty. You know, I was at the point where I was dying and I felt sick and I felt oh awful every gosh. day. Um, I just really wanted my, my true purpose. And so I was praying on it every single day. And when I looked back on all those days where I was writing out all these like letters of what, you know, what was plaguing me, I actually found everything I wanted through the struggle. So I'm telling you, if someone's going through a struggle right now or going through a really hard time, your purpose may come through that. I mean, it took me almost dying to find my purpose. And so like truly, I think that a lot of people go through homelessness or they go through, that wasn't my story, but a lot of people go through homelessness or they go through alcoholism or they go through relationships, toxicity, being broke. It's just, I just love that you're saying this because this is something that I'm so passionate about too. And all of my listeners that are in my membership community, they're just so connecting with you right now because life is happening for us, not to us. And you were literally put on your deathbed for this nudge, life being like, there's more you need to be paying attention to. We don't want to have to kill you, but you need to open your eyes. Here's the thing is I'm a stubborn mother effer, okay? Like I'm very stubborn and it takes a lot to move me because I think that I know the best. I think, you know, all of this, but it took me being humbled to my very need to really realize what's super important and like it took so much of a struggle to make me, to break me so that it could begin to make me. And I think what that- What a powerful lesson. I think there's so many people out there who are like going through something and they're thinking like, oh, this is just like, this is such a struggle. This is such a struggle. Like, I don't know how I can keep going, but the thing why is- Why me? Right? Yeah, why me? We well, hear that all the time. Like, why is this happening to why me? Why is this happening to me? Yeah. You know what? Your lesson will keep showing up again and again and again and again until you learn your lesson. And so for me, it took me almost dying to realize, like, I need to be more humble. I need to listen more. I need to be open more. And through that, I was able to find my purpose, which I'll get into in a little bit. But it took me, you know, a long time of me feeling unfulfilled and unfulfilled and then boom, getting really sick. And it was almost out of nowhere, guys. So was it, I was going to ask you that. Was it kind of out of nowhere? You were, you were, it sounded like you were kind of overworking and then did it happen or? I'll explain kind of how that happened. So May 9th was my first panic attack. Um, I had never, ever had a panic attack prior to this. So it was very weird. What year was this? 
This was last year, so of 2018. Wow. So this has all been pretty recent. Very recent. Wow. Um, so I was extremely ill. Like something had hit me and all of a sudden it felt like I had the flu. Okay. Um, felt really like just off, like something wasn't right. Yeah. Um, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I feel like something is inside me that's not meant to be in me. Like I, I felt like my mindset wasn't right all of a sudden. I started feeling anxiety and depression, which I've never felt. Like I've never had this happen where I felt such panic. And so I was like, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. And so I went for months like seeking like in, in silent desperation. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was like on zoom calls with my teams and like feeling like I was dying inside. And it was scary because I didn't know what was happening. And I'm like, I'm 28 at the time I was 28. And to be feeling like you're slowly dying from the inside, it oh. felt and I started seeking answers. I couldn't find anything, right? Especially because you're such a person where you know you are put on this earth for a reason. Well, and at the time, here's the crazy thing is I thought that my purpose was this company that I was with. And I thought my purpose was, you know, serving people through that vessel. Mm-hmm. But something still felt empty. Like something still didn't feel right. And so truly like when I started getting into the depth of my, like it was around July where I started getting extremely ill. Um, someone came to me and said, you know, it might be your breast implants and I think you should join these groups. Wow. And I, I said, did no. you believe that? Yeah. Did you believe it? No, I didn't. I actually shrugged them off and I told them to like, not mention that anymore. It was like, I'm like picturing myself and I'm kind of defensive sometimes. So me too. I can only imagine what my response would have been. <laughs> oh, it was. And so I started watching YouTubes about boobs and like people were all like, Oh, I had capsular contracture where like one boob is like up in their collarbone. And I didn't have that. My boobs looked perfect. So I was like, yeah. it's not my boobs. It's not my boobs. It was my mind, my neurological ability. And so I'm like, it's something's wrong with my mind. I thought I had bipolar. I didn't know what was going on. I was researching everything because one second I'd be fine. The next second it was like, boom, vertigo, vertigo. If you guys have never had vertigo, I do not wish it Yeah, on my worst enemy. Vertigo is where uh, all of a sudden a whooshing feeling comes over you and you feel like everything's spinning. And I'd see the walls moving and I felt like I was on LSD and I've never done drugs. Okay. Like I'm the healthiest person. I like to drink. Okay. Like I like my, mar- <laughs> I like my martinis. Oh but, man. I like my margaritas every once in a while. <laughs> right. I, I don't even take Tylenol for a headache. Like mm-hmm. I'm the most holistic person. So yeah. for me, it was like, this hit me out of nowhere. And I'm like, what is this? This can't be drugs. It can't be, you know what I mean? Like what it felt like I was on drugs. And so I was like, it can't be my boobs. It can't be my boobs. So I ignored it for a while, right? How and long then, did you have them for? Uh, almost six years. Wow. So you yeah. must have been like, I've had them this long. Of course not. Like, yeah. I, and I was like, eh, no, that's not it. So a day in, no, it was October. A day in October, I was at my worst. I had been having vertigo 24-7, which meant I could barely shower. I could barely Jeez. function. I could barely eat. Um, I was so sick. I couldn't think straight and I was crying and I literally was like, please take my life away. Like I cannot live this way anymore. Like I was at my wits end. I was like, if this is life, I no longer want to live it. And I was on my knees praying. I was like, please, please show me like what this is. I need to know what this is. Like I, I don't have it in me to live anymore. Like I literally don't. I even, like I told people, I was like, if you can just like poison me to kill me, like please do. But like I was at my wit's end and something like 
in me told me to turn on Facebook, like open Facebook on my phone. And I did. And a girl named Tina, who I had known for a while through the company I was with, was talking about her symptoms. And all her symptoms were the same as mine. And I was like, okay, like keep talking, keep speaking, girl. And she was talking about her breast implants poisoning her. And that is what it took for me to realize what was causing my sickness. And immediately I joined all the breast implant illness groups. So if you are listening to this and you're dealing with breast implant illness, join the groups, get the information. That started me on a like six month journey to really, really looking through and going through what's inside of these things. What's happening to our bodies? How is it breaking down in our bodies? What else is causing illness in the body? Is it viruses, pathogens, parasites, all of this? It's all connected. And so I went down this rabbit hole where I was literally so bedridden that all I would do all day is research, 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 and began researching the human body and like things that can go wrong in the body. And it got me really interested in detox and holistic health through using natural remedies. So I started piecing everything together, started kind of putting together a protocol and began starting my detox because doctors wanted to put me on Xanax. Mm -hmm. They wanted to put me on- Medicine, medicine, medicine. Oh gosh. They wanted to put me on pharmaceuticals. And I literally told my boyfriend, who's a doctor, mind you, like I know that there's a time and place for allopathic medicine. I really do. I think if you need surgery, if you're in a car accident, you need to go to a doctor. But I knew I wanted to heal naturally. I was like, I don't want to be put on meds. Um, I've seen what it does to people and I just didn't want to go down that route. And so I literally started researching everything, decided I wasn't going to be put on meds, didn't want to go down that route and started finding healing for myself. I started, you know, very slowly and trial and error, what works, what doesn't. And it led me down this path to start to learn about detox and how to effectively detox. So I actually have a method that I use a protocol where it's called open strip kill. It kind of sounds like I could be in some sort of gang, but I'm not. (laughs) What it is, is you open your detox pathways, which are the lungs, the kidneys, the liver, the colon, and the skin. Your skin is a 10 pound organ. It's your biggest organ. We clog our skin with lotions, creams, um, toxic chemicals every single day. So if you're not sweating and ladies, you follow Melissa, she's a workout queen. Like (laughs) You've got to be in the gym sweating. If you're not sweating, your detox, your biggest detox pathway is closed. If you're not pooping every day, I'm sorry, Melissa, I don't yeah, know if you- Gut health. Oh my gosh, I love gut yeah. health. I love talking about poop. <laughs> I do too. So enemas are super important. I do enemas almost every day. Um, coffee enemas are amazing. We'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. But um, I, I started to invent this protocol. So open the detox pathways. Um, began to strip the body. So the second phase is strip, strip the body of biofilm. Biofilm is what Lyme, chronic Lyme um, people have. It's a very highly toxic film that pathogens, parasites, and bacteria create in your body to live. It's their survival mechanism. So when you have a lot of that built up in your body, you're always sick. Your brain fog, chronic fatigue, you're tired all the time. Like your cells cannot get the nutrients in them to the mitochondria to create ATP, which is energy. Yeah. So what happens is, is that you get really, really fatigued, hair loss, um, heavy metals can cause brain, brain problems, autism, Alzheimer's, uh, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, all these things are caused by heavy metals. So, and other things, but mainly heavy metals. And so when people don't detox properly, what happens is all that stores in your body. And then people think it's old age, 
right? They hit 40 and they're like, oh, my metabolism slowed. Shock it up with something. Yep. Yeah. Your metabolism did not slow. What happened is, is that you're overly toxic. And where do toxins hide? They hide in your fat. They cause wrinkles. They cause skin problems. Like all these things. I don't do Botox. You can see my forehead's pretty non-wrinkled. Detox will start to anti-age you. Like it, it will strip away, you know, issues with skin, acne. Acne is a huge sign that your pores are clogged and they need help. That cheese that comes out when you squeeze, that is not that is not healthy, guys. That's toxins that are trapped in your skin through the stuff that you're putting on your skin. Yeah. So we I could talk forever about this and I won't go on and on and on, but you really gotta open your detox pathway, strip the biofilms, and then the last one is kill. So killing viruses, Epstein Barr virus, which my my titers were really high for. Um, Epstein Barr, almost everyone has it. It's the kissing disease, it's mono, and it is a form of herpes. So Almost every single person has had mono. Mono is a form of herpes. It's a virus. Um, Mono can attack your thyroid. It can attack your brain. It can cause vertigo. It can cause all sorts of issues if left in the body. And I mean, once you have it, you have it forever. Mm -hmm. But when it reignites and it reflares up, you can have achy joints. How many of you have had achy joints constantly for no no reason. You wake up and you feel like you're 80 and you're really 29 and you're like, what's going on? Why do I need a walker? Mm -hmm. It's that your body's being overloaded with viruses. Bacteria. So eye-opening. Yeah. Bacteria. Lyme disease is a bacteria from those ugly, nasty little ticks. I don't like spiders. I don't like anything with like little, <laughs> like that, uh-uh, like goodbye, get out of here. Um, but like these type of things need to be treated. They need to be killed off. And so what we do is um, lysine is amazing for killing viruses. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different things you can do, but the most common mistake I see people do when they're detoxing is they want to jump right into the kill phase. And this is where you can have severe reactions. So they jump into the kill phase and they're taking things to kill off bacteria, parasites, all this stuff. And they're actually causing Herx reaction, which I had to suffer through for a while until I realized that it's actually really bad. So what you're doing a Herx reaction is where you're retoxifying your body. So the toxins have nowhere to go because they can't leave your skin. They can't leave your colon. They can't leave the kidneys, so they're just refiltering, and they're going back into your bloodstream where they're carried to your fattiest organ, which is wow. your brain. Wow. So a lot of people get headaches. Um, if you're getting headaches during detox, stop immediately. You need to go back to phase one and open the detox pathways. So people who have chronic migraines, you are overly toxic, and you're toxifying your brain, and your brain is inflamed. If you've ever seen the Netflix documentary Brain on Fire, it's inflammation of the brain. It's mercury toxicity, aluminum toxicity, all of this stuff. And so when people retox, they're retoxing their brain and they can cause severe brain damage. And that's why it's so important to safely detox. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. And through me talking about it on my Instagram, I started an Instagram. I was actually in the shower and I was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this other Instagram. I'll just put on my main one. But the name Oil Spot Indie hit me and I was like, Oil Spot underscore Indie. And I'm following um, you right now. <laughs> do it. Um, all of you, seriously. So I do a lot with detox on my story. Um, my highlights have a lot of great information. I've helped a lot of people. And so I began, you know, posting on there. And it was only a week ago that I opened Oil Spot Indie. And I've had A-list, you know, influencers, and including Manifestation Babe, for those of you who listen to her. Mm. Um, they follow the account. They use it. They've refeatured it. 
And so it's, it's making its way, it's growing every day. And it's so cool to see that, but that wasn't my original intent. It was just a post about chronic illness and how I was growing through chronic illness. And, you know, I was really sick. And so as I started learning about things, I wanted to share them. And so that was the original intent of this page. And it ended up becoming a bigger thing than I thought possible because how exciting. I know I was just so passionate. And so it was funny because when I looked through that prayer journal back to that story, I was like, what was my real purpose? And I believe that honestly, truly God, whoever you believe in, I believe in God, but whoever you believe in put me here to help people to heal. And I was like, it took me that long. I mean, what's the chances that I'm, you know, with a doctor, like we can heal together. We can help people together. Like I've been placed in front of the medical world so many times and I've declined it. And I actually dropped out of college. A lot of people don't know this. I wanted to go for biochemistry and finish up with that and go into, you know, chemical engineering. And I wanted to go into um, the medicine world because I lo absolutely love the body, the human body and how to heal it. And that was me in high school, but I got sidetracked. You know, I, I had to live through life. And here I'm going to tell you guys this. You're never too old and you're never too young to experience life. And like yeah. I've had to live through so much bull crap and I've had to live through so many experiences and I wouldn't take it back for anything. Like the hard times, the good times, the in-between times, the times where I was confused and didn't know what I wanted to do. You guys don't feel like you need to rush your purpose. Like never feel like you need to rush your purpose. Like your purpose will come to you through something that will happen to you. So if you feel like you're lost right now, just do what makes you happy. And I'm not saying like quit your job and go be like a hobo in Hawaii, but like, <laughs> you know, like that sounds like a great idea some days, but like do what you're doing, but always have that in the back of your mind that your purpose will come through by what it is you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So when you start to become, you know, passionate about something, listen to that. That's your, that's your mind telling you, that's your body telling you, that's higher purpose telling you that you're moving in the right direction. So people who are in school for something and they're like, I don't know what they want, what I want to do. Don't put pressure on yourself, but also realize you don't have to have it all figured out. If I can go from being, you know, like dropping out and not doing what I was supposed to be doing to finally coming back to it, it's never too late. And don't let anyone tell you it's too late. I've had people tell me you can't go back to med school. You can't, it's going to be, you're going to be 40 by the time you graduate. Like, don't listen to people. If you feel a high intense calling on your life, just run with it, go with it, do what you need to do and know that it's, there's never a time limit on anything. Time is subjective. It doesn't really exist. It's like just the thing that we use to measure life. But truly there's people who live to 40 years old. There's people who live to 20 years old and there's people who live to 110 years old. Okay. Like there's, there's no shortage on your time. Like there really isn't. So when you think about it, just do what makes you happy, do what makes you fulfilled. And you will never have an issue with, you know, feeling miserable or depressed when it comes to that, unless you have, you know, pathogens, parasites, or viruses that may be affecting your mind. <laughs> but yeah, um, another thing that Celia is saying right now too, is be willing to slow down and listen. That's yeah. one of the things that I'm always trying to inspire people to do. It's hard these days. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have two or three jobs. You're always on your phone. There's always something to do. Your to-do list is a mile long. You have got to be able to slow down and listen because you'll miss, you'll miss your purpose. You know, if you, if you don't take that time for yourself. I love that. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's really interesting that you say that because 
during the time when I was sick, everyone was telling me, you need to rest. You need to rest. You need, you need to rest. And actually the sermon at church, the weekend where I like was super ill and I was like, why is this all happening was about rest. And so through the times where we kind of take a step back and we begin to kind of rest and relax a little bit, instead of go, 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 go. We're always on our hustle Hustle mode can hurt you. Hustle mode can. And I think a lot of people in this day and age, it's like, we're always on Instagram. We're always on Facebook. We're always running to meetings. We're always running to work. We're always running to the kids' soccer practice. And in that we lose ourselves. And so it's really about coming back to yourself and really listening to, you know, is what I'm doing right now making me happy? Is this making me fulfilled? Or is this taking away from me? Is this pulling away from who I'm becoming and start to really just take a couple minutes, like meditation in the morning. I have like extreme energy. So like for me, sitting still probably doesn't happen. So unless it's in a bath or I love to do walking meditation where I'm out walking or exercise. You know what you guys, meditation doesn't have to be you sitting in some yogi pose like that. Yeah, right. With your fingers. (laughs) It can be you at the gym busting out your biggest. That's my meditation. Because yeah. mm, when I'm at the gym, I'm focused on my breath. And that's the key to meditation. Your mind doesn't have to be completely silent, but you need to be focused on one thing. And so for me, when I'm lifting weights and I'm so focused on my breath, it's like my time to quiet my mind. You know, yes. it's, it doesn't have to be just on like your, you know, the typical picture of meditation. Yes. So I would love to hear about how you found the bravery to go through with the explant surgery. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a crazy person when it comes to bravery. Like I, I don't know. I feel like my entire life I've always been kind of just out there. Like people are like, how do you talk about the things you talk about? How do you, you know, and I just believe that, you know, if, if it's meant to be, it's going to, it's going to happen. Like I've gone through surgeries while being awake. Like I've had things happen where it's just, I've had a lot happen in my life. I've been through a lot of struggle and a lot of pain in my life. And so going through all that, all those things, it really minimizes, um, I don't want to say minimizes, but it really, you start to realize that you don't, I don't know how to put this, but it's like, you start to realize that things aren't as big as you think they are. Mm. So we overanalyze everything. We overthink everything. And I knew that if I didn't have these taken out, that I would die. And so for me, it was a simple decision. It was a, I need this to happen right now decision. And for me, I, I guess I just rely so much on faith because for me, I'll do something and I'll just do it and I'm all about it and I'll go forward and I don't overthink it because I know that overthinking really can strip people of, you know, fear is something that I really, really, really have overcome in life because I think when we fear, we take away the ability to really have faith to make it through things. And when we're always constantly in fear, we have the, it shuts down our, our thing that makes us human is, you know, the thing that makes us great manifestors or anything, whatever you want to call it is the ability to keep faith and belief. And so when you believe you're going to be okay, I knew that coming through the surgery, I would heal. I knew that I had full faith in that. I knew that it wasn't even about bravery at that point. I just, I had full on faith and that was what it was. It wasn't about like me being brave. It wasn't about all of that. It was me just saying, you know what? I'm at the end of myself. So I need you to help me. Like I need to get through this. Like I, I need to have faith and I need to rely on the fact that my doctor is going to be a great doctor. My, um, you know, I had to just rely on the fact that I was going to get through and I was going to make it to the other side and I was going to be better on the other side. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people want to, 
you know, overthink things and, and, and fear things. And it's like the thing that you're fearing is probably the thing that's going to give you so much better of a life. Say that again. (laughs) And so people can be scared of whatever it may be. It can be scared of starting a business. It can be scared of putting yourself out there. What are people going to think about me? What are, you know, what are people going to say about me? What are, and you know what, when you step forward and you're brave or you have the faith, incredible things happen. I've had people who want to like interview me because of this or they want to. And it's like, people were saying, Oh, well, what are people going to think about you? My own family was embarrassed that I talk about this openly. They said, what are people going to think? You know, what are, what are future, like your, the future people you're going to work with? What are they going to think of you when you talk openly about breast implant illness? And I'm like, I don't care because I'm being somebody's life. I'm helping somebody who was just like me, who was in that position of on their knees, praying for their life. And if that means that someone's not going to work with me, or if that means that someone's going to think down upon me, bye. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that a lot of times we overthink things for the wrong reasons and for the wrong people. Like if someone doesn't want to be my friend because I've been on podcasts or I've been on Facebook or I've been on Instagram talking about chronic illness, then that wasn't meant to be. They're not, they're probably not going to get along with me anyways. So Stop being afraid to be authentically yourself. Stop being afraid to, you know, step out in faith because you're always going to be supported by the people who you click with. And that is such a delicious feeling when you meet people who you love and who you vibe with. Like as soon as we got on the Zoom call, it was like we just clicked. And it's like you will find your tribe when you become super, super dialed into who you are. Hmm. It is such a great feeling. I'm just like sitting in that great feeling right now because it really is. And I know so many of you listening know that feeling. And maybe some of you are like wanting to feel that feeling. And it's, it's, it's your time. Wake up. This is your time to reflect. Yes. Yes. It's never too late either. I, I get people who ask me like, you know, I'm, I'm in my 50s. I'm in my 40s. Is it too late for me to turn things around? And no, like you're just getting started, baby. Like go forward and just be confident. And you know, have fun. Life is meant to have fun. We put too many regulations on it. And sometimes it's just, it's, it slows down our purpose. It slows down our passion and it can slow down who you are and who you're becoming. So go forward, go full force and, you know, see where it takes you. Don't be afraid to mess up either. I went through how many career changes, like dating coach, business coach. I've had so many titles and you guys, like, I just want to say, people are going to remember who you are, not your title. Yeah. Your energy, the way you make people feel, that's what people really care about. Absolutely. I had someone tell me, they were like, how many group programs have you done? And I'm like, why does it matter? I mean, that's just, you know, that's just built up credentials. And they're like, I just feel like you do too much. And I'm like, but what, what's the other alternative? Yeah. Do nothing at all. Like what? (laughs) So don't be afraid to hear the feedback and the criticism and all of that. It just means that you're growing. It really, truly does. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Oh, that's such great advice. So let's, let's just chat real quick about, you know, I'm sure this really sparked so many people's interest thinking about this idea of detoxing. And um, I feel like that word just has like such mixed messages. So what's just like some basics? For someone who's like brand new to this concept, they're like, oh my gosh, I do have headaches all the time. Oh my gosh, I do feel tired. I do feel like I'm 70 years old when I'm only 29. What's some basics that people can just start kind of trying to think about and apply? Yes, 
I love that. I love that question. So the first thing people think of when they hear detox is they think of the skinny girl on Instagram. They think of juicing. <laughs> they think of the person who's selling detox tea. And detox is not a quick solution. It's not a product. Um, it is not weight loss. I just want to say that big time. Weight loss will be a side benefit of having a clean body. So if you currently have weight struggles, acne struggles, um, aging struggles, things like that, um, it's a sign that you need to detoxify your body and it's mm -hmm. not a detox kit. I'm telling you guys, like, I don't know how many people have had come to me and say, well, what's the product that I take to detox? And I'm like, what should I buy on Amazon? Yeah. yeah, it's not one product. It's an herbal, it's, it's an entire, but I'll give you the basics of, you know, starting to kind of detoxify your life is take a look around you. Mm -hmm. Take a look at what you're drinking. Take a look at what you're drinking out of, you know, are you drinking out of water or out of, um, out of plastic. Plastic has BPA and it. it has a lot of other toxins in it. When water warms up, it all leaches into the water. So you're putting toxins in your body. Mm -hmm. So drinking out of glass instead, drinking out of ceramic, things that are going to not toxify your water. Um, the type of water you're drinking too. A lot of people are drinking Brita filtered waters or, you know, water that comes out of the tap. And to me, that's like, like cue the squeaky violins. You are drinking birth control, you're drinking um, pesticides, you're drinking runoff, you're drinking bacteria, you're drinking fluoride, you're drinking other people's medications, you're drinking wow. a ton of stuff when you're drinking, um, you're drinking heavy metals, you're drinking, so you're uh, literally putting toxins in your body through the one thing that should be detoxifying you yeah. more than anything. Our bodies are 74% water, so when you're filling your body full of water that's toxic, your entire body is going to become toxic. So the first thing I would suggest to people is drink either distilled water or drink a very purified water. Um, there's so many great systems out there. You can also go to a store and buy water. There's a lot of places that filter water, um, water stores, you know, so going there and filling up a jug, but just having really high quality water. Um, the other thing would be eliminating toxins in your house and what you're putting on your skin. Um, I use like Dr. Bronner's soap. Um, there's other things you can use that are non-toxic. It's a hemp soap. Um, I really like it for laundry too, because your laundry, if you're putting Tide Pods in there, you're mm -hmm. getting chemicals on your skin that are sitting on there all day and they're going into your skin. Um, your skin's unable to detox at the point and you're, you're putting toxins in your cells, um, which your cells then have to work overtime to detoxify. Mm -hmm. So to keep it really simple, um, every single morning I do hot lemon water and I drink that on an empty stomach. I do take probiotics, um, but we'll, we'll just keep it simple for the sake of this is hot lemon water every morning. You can put a little ginger in there if you have stomach issues. If you're looking to heal your gut, ginger is amazing for your stomach. Um, your gut, you guys, this is the crazy thing is your gut and your brain are synced through something called the vagus nerve. And it's not vagus like party in Vegas. <laughs> it's... Uh, the vagus nerve. And if you're having dizziness, if you're having vertigo, if you're having um, chronic fatigue, if you're having brain fog, you need to heal your gut first and foremost. So cutting out dairy products, um, huge cutting out dairy products. Dairy products are horrible for you. Um, and I'm not against cheese. I do like my charcuterie boards every now and then, but I'm just saying if you really need to detox, you need to take this very seriously for at least a couple months to get your body back on track. 
um, heal the gut lining so that you're not having the inflammation of the brain, which is also termed as diabetes type three, um, which is Alzheimer's. So it, all this happens when you're, when everything's broken open and it's able to flow into the the brain through the blood brain barrier. So really start to, and I'm sorry, I go way too deep into things, but I love it. Um, it makes me so happy. <laughs> we're trying to keep this simple. So warm lemon water with ginger, cutting out dairy, cutting out meats for the time being, except for like chicken and turkey, like leaner meats like that. You can even do fish, but just make sure it's cooked. Um, and then also taking a look at your environment. You know, what are the toxins that you're putting on your skin? What are the toxins that you're breathing in? Yeah. Um, we had Glade plugins at my house. Yeah, had- that's something my mom just opened my eyes to. She's like, Melissa, look at the quality candles you're burning all the time. Mm. That's huge. You want to use uh, beeswax candles with essential oils and, you know, just really be mindful of the things that are in your home. I love candles. I think they're so- I didn't know how bad um, Yankee candles are. Oh, yeah. The people who work at Bath and Body Works in Yankee, I feel so bad for them. Oh, man. They're very toxic. Um, but they smell good, but they're toxic. (laughs) So it's, that's all inflaming the brain. That's all causing us to be sick. Um, another thing is put your phone into airplane mode at night because your phone has EMFs, um, your Wi-Fi. you can turn your Wi-Fi off at night. Just if you have a switch, turn it off. Um, your smart meter, you're going to want to block the smart meter just because, uh, EMFs are very, um, upsetting to our body's natural rhythm. So if you have sleep issues, and sleep is really good for detoxifying. If you have sleep issues, put your plane on airplane mode, turn the Wi-Fi off, make sure your room is a Wi-Fi free zone, um, just so you can sleep better. Hmm. So you can begin to detoxify. Yeah, lots of water, purified water again. Um, and then, you know, just being mindful of what you're eating. If you're not eating veggies, this is the weirdest thing is people come to me and they're like, I don't like vegetables. And I'm like, well, what are, where are you eating? Like, are you eating them out of a can? Like, I'm confused. Yeah, like, and best- also sometimes you just got to be willing to change your mindset. <laughs> well, and here's the crazy thing is the reason why a lot of people don't like vegetables and they don't like fruits and stuff like that, they don't want to eat that is because they're so conditioned to eat sugars yeah. and they're so conditioned to eat um, processed Process. carbs and processed, you know, and all of that, you guys, and I'll tell you, this is so disgusting. And I don't even know if I should po- talk about all this on here, but it's not you who's craving it. It's parasites that live in your body that craves the bad food. So if you're addicted to Whoa. sugar, you're addicted to processed carbs, that's not actually you. That's something else that needs to be fed and you need to kill that off. Wow. So get back to being healthy so that you aren't craving nasty garbage because once you detoxify that, and also I'll put this out there too. If you're craving sugar and you actually feel an emotional addiction to sugar, mm-hmm. that's a sure sign you need to detox and you need to detox fast because that's no bueno. So if people are having mood swings. If you're having anxiety and depression and you're addicted to sugar and you're addicted to processed carbs, you need a detox. And I'm not talking about a 24 hour detox. I'm not even talking about a month long detox. I'm talking, you need a six month to 12 month detox plan. Mm, Powerful. Yeah. Because your body needs time to heal, recover, restore. So what happens is this is so amazing is when people detox, they no longer crave sugars. They're no longer craving, um, you know, processed carbohydrates. I've had people tell me like, I, you know, zucchini tastes really good to me now. And I'm like, isn't that funny how that works? When you, you detox your cells, when you detox your body, your entire taste palette changes. Mm. So I was talking with someone a couple years ago and they were saying, isn't it funny how when you get older, your taste palette changes? And I was like, 
you know, that could be like, now that I think about it is toxins. Once we're overtoxified, we're going to start craving more junk. So as we get older, we're running to Starbucks and we're grabbing a um, Frappuccino, Crappuccino, and we're going and we're getting, and I, I'll tell you guys my Starbucks order. If you're going to go to Starbucks, this is the bomb. Two shots of espresso iced with almond milk and that's it. Mm. It's so good. I love it. It's super simple and it's just, it's, it keeps life simple, but it's really good for you. It's great if you're trying to lose weight as well. So anyways, back to the whole thing is, um, you know, as adults, we're running and we're getting our energy from things like coffee. If you don't wake up in the morning and have energy without coffee, there's a problem. This is not right. Yeah. yeah. And it took me years to realize that. I was like, oh, no, not everyone drinks, you know, two coffees a day or, you know, and it's, it's, it's your cells are not creating the energy needed to have natural vibrancy and to be a like highly conscious being on this planet and to be, you know, highly functioning, we need to clear out all the garbage and we need to really get back to, um, our cellular, you know, and it, for those of you who are like, I don't care about any of this. I just want to be hot. Okay. If you want to be super, super hot and stay young forever and like not have wrinkles and not look, you know, run down cellular cleansing, cellular detox, and baby, you will be looking so good. Glowing skin without all the, you can save literally thousands of dollars at Sephora. I'm going to tell you guys straight up and I love Sephora and like no shade. I used to work there, but like you can save thousands of dollars at Sephora by detoxing your body because your skin's going to glow. Your body's going to look <laughs> You don't need to put on a highlighter every day. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to be like putting on tons of makeup. And I mean, I have clients who don't even wear makeup. Like they're like, my skin looks so good without it. Like why put it on? And so it's up to you. Like every single day we wake up with the opportunity to change our lives. And I think it's really, it's, it's up to you to make that difference. So if you're one of those people who's like, I don't want to eat a carrot, carrots are gross. You know what? What's the other alternative? Mm-hmm. Like find another vegetable you like. But like the thing is, is if you don't take care of yourself now because you're stubborn, you're going to end up like me. So, and I, I don't mean that, but I'm just saying like, if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to pay for it later one way or another. Yeah. Pay attention to how you want to feel and you have to outweigh, outweigh everything. Yes. Oh my gosh. I can talk to you forever. I know. I love like, I seriously, I was listening to your podcast before coming on and I just, I absolutely love what you're doing and I admire what you're doing. Awesome. Thank you. That makes me so happy. So happy. I'm excited to see where you go with everything too. Yeah, ditto. I'm so excited. We definitely need to collab more for sure. Cause this is such powerful messages that people just need to hear. They just need to hear this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So before we wrap up, where can everyone find you? First of all, so I do have a website. Um, I'm working on doing a brand new email campaign. So if you do sign up for the emails, you probably won't get anything right away. No worries. Depending on when you're listening to this, it's www.celiacavalli.com. Um, and right now it's branded as a dating coach. Um, I was doing a lot with dating coaching, but everything's holistic 360. When you feel good, you're going to have a better love life. You're going to have a better business life. You're going to have a better life in general mindset and all of that. So it's all connected. Um, so depending on when you see this, you know, it may change. Um, my Instagram, I have two of them. My first one, Celia Cavalli co CO. And then the other one is oil spa underscore indie. I N D Y. I live in Indiana. I used to live in Southern California. Who knows? I may be back there someday Yay, soon. Come back. <laughs> right. Um, I do miss the West coast. I, I love it out there. So we don't, we don't know what's in the future. Um, <laughs> 
But so those are my two Instagrams. And then I am on Facebook as well. I'm kind of veering more and more off Facebook. If you want to catch some of my live streams, you can go to YouTube and just type in Celia Cavalli. I should pop right up. You'll see my breast implant story. You'll see what doctor I used. You'll see everything. Um, People have questions like, what was your fat transfer like and all of that? Just go on there. I answer almost every single question on there. I have a lot of detox talks on there. Like everything will be uploaded to my YouTube as well. So you can kind of follow my life and see on there as well. How exciting. So awesome. So what you gave like so many nuggets. I don't even know if I should ask this question, but I'm going to anyway. What is one last piece of advice that you want everyone to take away? I think it's to really, truly fall in love with yourself. Like really fall in love with yourself. Um, I see so many women in particular and men too, but mainly women who settle in life. They settle for things that aren't necessarily the best for them or they settle just because they don't see something better. And I really want to tell you guys, you don't have to settle. You really don't. I started this movement called the swipe left movement, kind of like a joke. And it was (laughs) standards matter. And, um, I just, I was sick of seeing women settle in life. And I know firsthand when you don't settle, that's when the great things come. So if I have one word of advice for you, it's don't settle for anything in life that doesn't feel magical, that doesn't feel aligned, that doesn't feel so good. And you'll keep winning and you'll keep growing and you'll keep finding new experiences and new people who are, who are right for you. Mm -hmm. And so Melissa, thank you so much for having me on. I had so much fun. Yeah. Like, We'll have to collab again and do some more stuff. Totally. I am so excited to collab more. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Thank you. That episode literally rocked my world. Like, is this not a message that more women need to be hearing? Please help me out and share this episode because it's so incredibly powerful for so many women who just feel like they need to be doing things like getting implants in order to feel worthy. When the truth is we are whole just as we are. We are so worthy the way we were blessed on this earth. So it's a really powerful message. So do your part. Share this with someone who needs to hear from it. Connect with Celia. Celia, thank you so much for just opening my eyes and reminding me about so many of the different things that I could be doing to take a little bit better care of myself. I need to be paying a little bit more attention to some of the things that I'm letting really interact with my body. So thank you so much for that reminder. I seriously appreciate it so much. I can't tell you how much I've grown throughout this episode. So I am just so excited that you have found your path and you have found your calling, girl. I appreciate you so much. And I know I'm going to speak for all the listeners. I know that they appreciate you too. So thank you so so much. And you guys, I love you. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. I have some juicy, juicy episodes coming up. I have been bulk interviewing people, so I have quite a few episodes already recorded and you are in for a treat. So stay tuned. I'll be dropping two episodes a week. Check your podcast app. Use this as a tool to really up-level yourself and be working on becoming 1% better every single day. Love you, ladies. Appreciate you. I'll catch you on the next episode.